Yo, 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 it's your man King Castro X coming at y'all live and direct with the With All Due Respect podcast. I got my co-host in the building with me to the right. What's up, everybody? It's Gavin the God here. We got Frank Thomas here. Thompson. Thompson. Thompson, my man, don't hold your life. <laughs> you know, fucked up. We ain't 20 seconds into the podcast, bro. And I mean, you, you had it, you had it nah. coming a little yeah. bit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Sitting directly in front of me, shit. too, man. I got, uh, you know what I'm saying, another special guest in the building. I got my boy Jules, you know what I'm saying, from the Socks on the Raw podcast. Y'all may notice something is different. Y'all can't see us. That's because we're recording an audio podcast for the first time in months, almost a year. You know what I'm saying? We're finally back to doing this. Did we backstep is the real question, or are we moving forward, boys? Find out next time on Dragon Ball GZ. We're in the building, though, man. First and foremost, man, uh, whichever one of y'all want to start, how the fuck are y'all doing, man? I ain't got to rock with y'all. I got to rock with you a little bit, man. You came over here uh, talking to Jules. I'm not used to doing the audio. It's weird. Uh, we did a little uh, mini, you know, we did a little episode, a little interview on his show again, right. man. That's twice I've been on his show. Shout out to my bro for having me in yes. the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, keeping me relevant in things in life. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We got to rock a little bit, man. Right. How have you been building? Man, just... Really chilling for the most part. Um, just trying to reach out to people and trying to uh, get that Martin and Gina's diary up and going. It's more of a relationship uh-huh. podcast, but no female. No, is that you and your wife? No, so it's just um, with random females or different females that I may know. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just go over um, experiences that they had in the relationship, uh, what they can give to other women who probably are in bad relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, or getting in the relationship, so just a whole big ordeal about trying to find love, trying to find happiness. You know, I think that's dope, man. I think that's dope. Yeah. Uh, can get some tips from that show. Yeah. Me and my wife were considering doing our own little podcast called Significant Other. Uh, hopefully coming soon, where we're gonna kind of do the same thing, but just off of each other. We might bring a couple in, like yeah. Gavin and Chris. No, man, it's way. it's lovely, especially when you start understanding your partner deeper. You know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to do a love language uh, episode nice. because each people are, everyone has their own uh, affection, you know, their own way of showing love. So, right. Um, I feel like once you get that down pack, it's easier to be more emotional uh, with your significant other just because of that. I definitely agree, man. I feel like that makes the uh, relationship work 10 times more when you have understanding mm-hmm. of said think you know what I mean right I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about bro yeah, <laughs> anyway cute my relationship works like this I go to work <laughs> you know what I'm saying I stay out the way <laughs> I stay out DMs they stay out mine smart uh, you know smart what I'm saying? man uh, and she make dinner and we straight <laughs> you're coming up you're coming up you might you might have to decline more than, than you want, man. You know what? That's this, true. Hey, this, That's okay, true. so this is the crazy thing, man. And I, I, I wasn't even thinking about talking about relationship today. So the girl that I'm with, I've known her since I was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, we've known each other for so fucking long. And you got to realize, like, at 10, 11 years old, I was already drinking, smoking. I used to steal my mama's car, right, and pull mm-hmm. up. Fucking 12 years old. My mom was, you know, my mom, man, she, she had a lot to handle. Uh, but I still had car and shit. So I was already full into just being a fucking knucklehead. And 
year down the road, I get locked up, I go to prison. This girl I'm with, her name's Jamie, uh, she's been a friend of the family for so long. My mom used to have her watch my children while I was in prison, because when I went to prison, my kids went to my mom. Mm. And uh, my mom would use her as a babysitter, right, whenever my mom had to go to work, and just till she figured something out. And it's right. kind of crazy. So my kids already know who she is. So... So they're later. already comfortable in that situation. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, like, she's been in the family. She's been my homegirl for, for a long time. This time, like, I get out I get out of rehab and shit. I get sober. And uh, for the first year, you know, like, she, she's hooking me up, bringing me dinner and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just really Solid. looking out, helping me get back and forth to work because I was living in a sober living house. I was cutting grass and shit, and I fucking hated it. Uh, so, like, but... Also, at the same time, like, I'm getting sober, I'm getting back in the gym, so I start fucking with all these women, and da 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 and this was my homegirl, like, I told her everything, you know, like, I had this chick hit me up one time, was like, oh, I'm knocked up, da 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 turned out to be on some crazy shit, right, she was just trying to hook me in on some of that, you know what I'm saying, you know, <laughs> everybody know that one girl, anyways, I had, to, me and the girl I'm with now, like, I had these conversations, like, this bitch saying she's pregnant, yada yada yada, and I think she's just playing, and I got this other girl, so, like, Jamie knew every phase that I've been through in my life, right? And, like, over the last year, year and a half, like, we live together now, right? And it just became one of those, I made a decision to stop fucking being like that, and then when I finally was like, you know what, I ended up going celibate for, like, seven or eight months. So you made that decision to to, to stop fucking around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I had to make that same decision in yeah. my situation for that situation to actually Bro, work. it was crazy, because the I second I was like, these women are fucking my serenity up, you Thanks. know? <clears throat> and I, I'm not happy, even though, like, I'm bagging, da, 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 da. I ain't happy, I'm fucking miserable, it's, you know? It's crazy you say that, man. You can chop it up, you can you can ask Gavin. When we first uh, really started building, I was kind of on a similar yeah. uh, path of just knocking them down, you yeah. know what I'm yeah. saying, back to back. But empty as fuck inside. Yeah. No dead ass. No, happy. no happiness. I was depressed as hell. Podcast shit was fun. Like that yeah. was one. That was when I first started really doing the comedy. That was good. But every night, you know what I'm saying? It was. It was. You know what I'm saying? A woman of the night type situation. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? I'm sure some of them wanted to be there. This and yeah. that. But it's not what I was ready for. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I wasn't there for them. I wanted a real one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I wanted a real woman. But you can't have a real woman when you out here clapping cheeks yeah. all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? They ain't going to stand for you that know, shit. You know, and it was crazy, bro, because, like, the second I was like, I'm not doing this no more, right? And I ended up going celibate for, like, six or seven months and really just try to get in tune. I mean, you already know where I stand, you know, with my mm-hmm. divine, with my po- higher power. So, like, I was just trying to get in tune with what God has for me. I was reading my word. I was just trying to stay focused. I was meditating. And it was crazy because, like, whenever I put all of it out of my mind, all the women, everything, you know, I put it all out of my mind, here's this one, mm-hmm. right? And she ain't mm-hmm. never asked nothing from me. She always made sure I was straight. You know, we've known each other forever. You know, we, 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 we fucking are very similar in a lot of different ways. And uh, I was just like, you know, what's up, you know? Right. <laughs> My bad, you know, for all, <laughs> you know, but honestly, I don't think it would, it, it would have worked any other way, right? Because she knew exactly what she was getting into, you know, whenever we decided to take a step in our relationship and like, I already know, like I had to come to, I, I didn't, I didn't have a whole lot of, uh, I didn't have to hide my past. In right. Because you know what I'm saying? When you get in a serious relationship, but you've been a dog your whole life, you kind of try to hide that, yes, you sir. know, and then you just hope and you pray that you don't do it again. Right now. <clears throat> you talking to me, man. You know, that's uh... she knew. She knew that. She knew my past. 
she knew about the pregnancy scare. She knew about this girl. She knew. So whenever I was just like, oh snap, I don't have to fuck. Like I'm coming to the table with a clean slate because you know everything. Like this you know? is me. I get to be myself and, in front of you. Yeah, and then you know what, man? It making that decision just to stick with her. It's helped me out. It like. When I do music, I go to the fucking shows and shit. I ain't worried about nothing else. Right. You know, I mean, because they there. They there. And I hear it every once in a while. But at the end of the day, at the end of the night, I got a bed I go home to. Right. And she there. And regardless of how we feel about it, we've made the decision every night. We go As long as I'm in state, we in the same town because I'm going to travel a lot. But as long as I'm here, as long as I'm home, we sleep in the same bed. Don't even fucking matter how, you know, how the day went. We don't go to bed without each other. I like that, man. I think think that that's beautiful, man. Uh, It's it's very similar to me and Joe, bro. Like like I said, I was on my dog shit. She knew that that was one of the things from my past that I definitely tried to hide, as you said. But it was all over, you know what I'm saying? By that time, I was already doing my comedy and shit and the podcast. So motherfuckers knew, you know what I'm saying? They knew I was a dog. They knew I was on my whole shit, but she, she accepted me for that, man. Uh, what's been going on with you uh, in regards to the music? I know you just came off of a really big show. To me, in my eyes, it was big and it was dope to uh, pause. It was dope to see you. You know what I'm saying on that stage doing your mm-hmm. thing like that. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't at the show, but I could see the pictures, man. And that was a packed house. Caskey show, bro. I think it is. Yeah, it was that uh, Caskey and Doobie, and it was a sold out show. Mm-hmm. It was a sold out show, man, and it was incredible because I've been to the shrine a hundred times. You know what I'm right. saying? I've never seen it so packed. You've been there like for the that. live podcast shows yeah. where we have five people. Yeah, in there. It yeah. to see it packed, dude. It hurt to, to see, it, see packed. it packed, man. I it, it's crazy because like just uh, uh, over these last couple of months, I've made the decision to not do shows like locally, right? Mm. And in like these littler shows, I'm not gonna take time from my kids because some of them fall on the weekend nights and shit. You know, I got my babies, and. But I ended up doing a couple of shows earlier this month, and it was just kind of the same thing. Like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm tired of it. But then to have that fucking, that, uh, to go and do the Doobie show, man, and, and play in front of a packed house, the crowd fucking loved it, bro. I, I, I didn't know what I, how it was going to go over, because you got Doobie, you got Caskey, you got Kicked Hopeless, you got The Neighbors, and you got me. My music's a little different. That's a tough, <laughs> that's a tough lineup. And your music is definitely a different flavor than a lot of the other boys. But so is Gengar and KMJ. Yeah. They got a little different flavor that they bring yeah. to the table with the metal style side, yeah. side of shit. Yeah. Have you seen Kicked Hopeless yet? No, Gengar no, and KMJ? Don't put me on, man. I haven't. Mean, they nice. They really? nice. I think you yeah. need to see them. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, when you get down to the meat and potatoes of my content, you know, it's about spirituality. It's about sobriety. It's about right. finding God. You know, it's about kind of drowning out the fucking sounds of the world and trying to get in tune with what... You know, whatever divine intervention you may have or whatever you believe in, you know, for me, it's God. You know, it's like I put that in my music, you know. So whenever there's a break, you know, where I and I didn't know how I was going to go over. We I did we did the show. And right before I did my song, uh, Found a Way, I always have a moment where I talk about sobriety. Right. And, and I mentioned that and I mentioned that I'm two and a half years sober. The fucking place erupted. Bro. Beautiful. Yeah. You Beautiful. know, the whole place was crazy. Thank you. Yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. you listen to Doobie, you know, he got that song when the drugs don't work, you know, and you listen to Caskey and you got, you know, they talk about drinking and smoking the whole, everybody, y'all ready to get fucked up tonight? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm up there like, I'm two and a half years sober. Yeah. You know? I didn't know how that shit was going to go over. Yeah. Um, but you know what, man? I've had more, I've had more people locally here stream my shit like in the last 
weeks that's come from that show in the last couple of days, you know, and I've had more people in a, hey man, we seen you at the Casket show, we seen you at the Doobie show, and then the promoter, I never worked with the promoter before, like I, I don't, I didn't, I never knew him, it was nice enough, uh, nice enough entertainments, and they had hit up somebody who hit up somebody, and they were like, yo, it was, uh, it was had enough, had enough, they asked had enough to do the show originally, and I think he already had something planned, but he was like, yo, you got to check out my boy Frank. Mm. And so had enough plug me on there and I ended up meeting the promoter and he told me that too. He was like, man, he's like, yeah, Brandon's the one who told me about you, man. And, you know, he don't, they don't know nothing about me. That's, that's my favorite is when I go do a show and nobody that's knows nothing about man. me, you know, and it was just that one of those moments and doors kind of opened up, you know, they were like, Hey man, we're going to put you in, get you on this show. Or we're going to try to get you there, get you there, you know, and I'm the number, you know what I'm saying? When you're, whenever you're ready, we're ready. Shout out to Had Enough, man, for that plug yeah. up, bro. That's solid, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely glad that you got that opportunity, man. Like I said, to see you on that stage, you know what I'm saying, is a, is a blessing, I feel, and a win to a lot of people outside of you, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, uh, your music for me, man, is, uh, you know what I'm saying, it's definitely something I use to cope, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh... Like I said, I was telling Jules, I think, and I think Gavin knows, but that uh, I'm good shit, brother. Yeah. Is, That's is the first really, song I listened to. Yeah, it's really my go-to, bro. Uh, a lot of people don't know, but behind the scenes with this battle rap shit and everything else I'm building, man, it's a lot of stress. It's a lot oh, of yeah. pressure, but every time I throw that on, I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good, bro. Like, and that's what, it, it teaches me that every single time I throw it on, it reminds me, like, nah, bro, like, you cool, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm good by myself. I don't need nothing. Like yeah. I'm, I'm okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, it does that for me every single time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, bro, I, it's, it's definitely a win for me to see you there. You know what I'm saying? Every time, I, I, I love it. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Of I know course, that bro. song. That song's kind of went over pretty good, you know. And it was funny because like the whole time I wrote that song, all I kept thinking about what started that whole thing was was like I was sitting in Florida at the time. And uh, that's where that's where I recorded the song that was in Florida, and I just kept thinking like, yo man, less than like four or five years ago, I was sitting in prison, you mm. know, and and then two years after that, you know, this is after prison, I I got off on a technicality on another charge, and it was possession of a firearm by a felon, mm. and that's a seven year fucking flat right there, like it don't matter what everything else after that, you a you a felon with a gun. Seven years, bam, flat. And so then right. everything after that. But through a technicality and, you know what I'm saying, I just believe through a higher power, man, shit got thrown out. I ended up serving six months for not paid child support, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, and that was my wake-up call. This is like, yo, I'm, I'm fucking around here, you know? And then and, and to, to be able to sit where I was sitting in Florida, I was like, dude, it took a lot for me to get to that one place, yeah. you know? Uh, so that's where that song came from. Was like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good on the bullshit that people try to bring me. I'm good at the little bickering, the fighting. You know, that you should da 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 da. I'm good it's on all that. Such bro. a healthy mindset, bro, that you have in that song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I don't know. I'm a big fan of it, bro. Uh, also, I like that joint you did over the seven years uh, old track. Yeah, fire. Uh, yeah, I definitely rock that. I think Jules, this is the first time he got to check you out this past week, man. What yeah, you, how yeah. you feeling? What you thinking, man, about the, man, you know what I'm saying? No, I really enjoyed it. Um, I noticed there was like a little country rapping in it. And I found that really dope. Because like the actual hip hop, the all streets, you know, sound, 
it kind of gets repetitive after a while. It's a breath yeah. of fresh air. Yeah, so okay. here it's, and, and it was it was more of like a like a, a free type of feeling, you know, like I don't know, especially the I'm good, just shit. I can I don't know, just being <laughs> I, I don't know. There was something about it, man. There was like I could feel this deeper, yeah. you know. I mean, the beat, the lyrics, everything was just calming. You know, especially if you hit rap where it's, oh, go kill this, go sell this. And then for somebody actually rapping, you know, hitting the beat, hitting the rhyme, and then you actually feel in some type of way. I'm like, shit, I could I now feel happy agree. instead of... I definitely agree, man. That's one thing with your shit, man, is it's like a, an added layer of substance there that we don't get through a lot of music these days either. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, which I really appreciate, man. Do you, uh, you know what I'm saying... What makes you lean towards, or are you aware of the fact, you know what I'm saying, that sometimes your music is identified as like that country rap shit, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it's country rap, because I think, when I think of country rap, I think of like Cole Ford's whack yeah, ass. Yeah. That's that's not Frank Thompson, you know what I'm saying? Frank Thompson's a different breed. So when I say country rap, that's not what I'm, yeah. more, maybe more like uh, southern rap, yeah, but like not, a rap but not Houston. Like yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. yeah, bro, but you, you got know, that down home feel so, when you So the thing, the thing with the all that came in, because like, man, if you go to, you go to the SoundCloud, and you listen to the the older older stuff. All of it is like that that really fast tech tech nine. I can of, see that. But it's angry, you know. A lot mm. of it's anger and bitterness, and and uh, all my songs is and I could do that for days. But then I met these dudes that I know, and they were like, "Why don't you try to make music mm. and not just rap, right?" And, and one thing that my boy Target tells me all the time, he says. He says, you rapping for rappers, right? He was like, you can you can sit here and spit bars all day long. That's right? heavy. He that said, you just but said. check this out. The only people who are gonna appreciate it are the rappers, mm-hmm. right? That's real shit. It's, so that's that's whenever that's when the hooks, that's whenever he was like, find melodies, learn music, you know, and then express That's yourself crazy. through that and then you know of course i do when i you know found a way and some of these other songs i have i can still throw that bah, bah, da, da, bah, da. but now when i do that you know it's just a little cherry on what is already a song you know people are like oh man this guy can rap do that you know mm. and but then you hear the rest of the song and it, it's it's music you know and, and when i do it that way it's like i learn to say a lot more with a lot less i think that that's amazing man and then that's solid uh advice with me myself as an MC and as a lyricist i write a lot of times for bars for mcs i'm like oh the hip-hop head though is gonna love this but who's my mass audience it's not the average hip-hop head it's not the motherfucker that's like yo nas rakim the god krs1 like they don't give a fuck about none of them dudes probably don't even know them unfortunately yeah you know what i'm saying mass population needs a motherfucking jingle a jam something that's gonna goddamn to vibe, yeah. you know what I mean? You know, and unfortunately, if you listen to, 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 to I wouldn't say hip-hop, I don't like calling it hip-hop, man, because it's just not, you know what I'm saying? But you listen to some of the stuff that's out there now, you know, you you what catches people is that that rhythm, that tone, right. you know, and then you can kind of, but that's been, that's been all through musical history, I mean. And listen, that's true as well. Listen to Nirvana, you know, Smell Like Teen Spirit, what the hell are the lyrics saying? You know, when you actually get down to the lyrics, it's like, Oh, wow. I'm trying to remember the lyrics. <laughs> it's melodies. Melody-o. It's just all yeah. melodies all day. Dude, and, and that right there, that's what got everybody. It's actual fucking music. You know, and yeah. it was like, not only, you know, can I, not only do I feel this, but I can, I can sing along to it. 
And you know, and then when you actually go through and you read, you hear the lyrics or you actually read them, you know, because people don't ever listen to the lyrics. When you yeah. got a good melody, they're only they hearing don't. The music. Lyrics are not what's, and that as an MC hurts the fuck out of me, it though, because I am a writer, bro. I will pin some nasty sixteens for that ass. Yeah. But like nine times out of ten, bro, they just trying to shake their ass. Yeah. And, Walk up to the female while she's shaking it. They trying to vibe. They trying to bop. You know what I'm saying? But, forget about shit. But see, yeah. what's crazy though? I think that's what that would give you longevity, is that slower that so slower pace and that um oh shit like you relate with everybody like yeah. like a Tech Nine, a Hobson, yeah. Uh, an now Eminem. don't don't get me wrong. There are motherfuckers who come out. There is like like Bone and Tech and and Snow. When you Snow say Bone, product, you talking about Bone Thugs? Yeah. You know, that can come out and just that they make a career. You? Yeah. Okay. Dude, they just make a career hard. off of that 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 style. Right? But you gotta think those were some of the originators of right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you got I mean, logic comes out and does pretty good, but then you got all these people, you know, that come out and they're kinda they all have that that that, that tech nine Almost no every white rapper does it. Thinks they gotta it a bit it a bit get a bit it a bit. And don't get me wrong, some of them are cool, but check right. this out. Like like Jerry Robinson, who's on Strange Music, he can he can do it well, but mm. I know like two of his songs. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and I, honestly, I couldn't tell you the name of him. I only know him because like I'm a tech fan. And but I'm, is that because of the? Is that because he's not making songs, if you will? Like they're not jams. Yes. You just. It sounds as every track like yeah, you're doing the yeah, same thing. Like exactly. there's no no flavor. And you to know, it. man, I found myself in that thing. So like whenever I used to write like this, I used to write bars at the bars at the bars at the bars, and pray to God I can come up with a hook to make it all fucking work together, mm-hmm. right? Going down to other people who do this for a living, right? That make music at this, they're like, nope, fuck that. They'll turn on the beat, and then just start mumbling shit, right? Just to find the melody. And then you start with the hook, right? You start with a bass. Yo, I need this conversation. And then you build yeah. on that. You build on the hook because you can write bars for fucking days. Right. So ignore the verses. It's like one of those. It's got. It's like like somebody who goes to the gym all the time, right? Like, and all they do is a chest workout, mm-hmm. right? Motherfucker legs this big, mm-hmm. right? But they 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 good with this because they know they can lift a lot with this, but they don't want to lift a lot with this because it's embarrassing. He's pointing at his legs, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's how it became whenever I started creating these songs. And don't get me wrong, bro. I got like five or six or seven different instrumentals right now that are nasty. But I can't fucking find the melody. And I've had to learn that pride will keep me in a box. Mm. So I've had to reach out to friends, to guys who I've met. And I'm like, hey, fresh ears, tell me what you think about this. Mm -hmm. You know? And one thing that my boy Target is really cool with doing is, is he'll listen to it and he'll kind of throw together, you know, like a little. It won't be words, but he'll he'll hit like a voice a note, yeah, and he'll find a cadence mm-hmm. and then he'll send it to me, right? And he's like, "That's what it sounds like to me," and I'm like, "Oh wow, okay, I I can build off this, or I'll hear something else, and I'll, it'll it'll point me in a direction. It's like." Oh, okay, this makes sense. But then that you gotta learn how to fill out like when it comes to the recording part, you gotta feel the rest of the hook out, you know, put in the ad libs and you know, learn to do the melodies and the harmonies and shit. What do you like do that. for your ad libs? That's one of my things in the studio I hate doing is the ad libs. I'm not the best at the ad lib actually. Yeah, I don't you know really I mean? do a 
Are you familiar with what ad lib is? No, it's about to ask. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, like, Migos. Migos. Like, Migos. Yeah, uh, they go, a, like, they rap. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Skrr, The noises. That's the ad lib. Oh. At the end of the bar. I feel you. Or in the middle of a bar, depending on the rap. Or, or the whole damn thing. Tag nine. Cheer. Cheer. That's like all ad libbing. You <laughs> no, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what that is. You know, my man is not an artist. Yeah, he's, he's not a musician. So that's the thing, man. Like, well, not a rapper. Not a rapper. It just really depends on what. Rich. It depends on what I what I'm talking about. That's kind of where when my ad libs ad libs come in. That's kind of where the content of what I'm talking about comes in. So like, there's a song that I have. It's uh oh fuck, which one is it? I don't remember, but I, I talk about like you know, people looking at me from an outside perspective. You know, like I listen to gospel. Mm. At the same time, I still listen to, and then in the back, and you hear strange. You know, I I did that. It's like I listen to gospel. I give, you know, uh, uh, I'm an asshole sometimes, but I still give, you know, broke people change, and you know, I listen to gospel and praise the Lord, but at the same time, still listening to tech, and then you know, I was like, so, and then at the end, at the at the ad lib of that, you just hear the strange. That's so. You know, and, and so it just really depends on what I'm talking about. And mo- but most of the times I don't fucking ad lib, bro. I'll just that's find my... me too, bro. My producer, he be on my head, like yo, go in there and just yeah, yeah, like, bro, I don't, I don't like doing this. Yeah. But like I've I've also been requested, like you know what I'm saying. As I'm like, yo, peep this. Whenever you send a project off, yeah. it's not finished. Like, what do you think? You know what I'm saying. I don't know if you guys do that or if you do that. I mean, but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, whenever I'm in the process, I'll, I'll ship it off. Hey, what does it sound like? You fucking with this? Mm-hmm. Keep going. Change something up. What would you add? What's missing? Yeah. Things like that. Every now and then, everybody's always on some. You know what I'm saying? Yo, where's your ad libs? Yo, you gotta ad lib that yeah. shit. That, that, the verse is empty without the ad libs. Right. That's my soul body verse, cause or soul body voice, cause he the one always saying you your ad libs, bro. What yeah. it? Anyway, yeah. go ahead, continue. Yeah, yeah man. Go. So like, like, that's I I go, dude. I don't record here in town no more. That's the nah. fucking. That's the thing about it now, bro. My recording has gotten expensive because I might not pay for a studio time like that, but there's still flights that are involved because I do all my stuff down in Florida. Yeah. You know, all the recording. So I'll go down there for a week and I'll spend, like this last time I went down there, uh, I was down there for like four or five days and me and uh, me and my boy Target wake up, you know, go get something to eat. But then by like noon or one, we're in the fucking studio until like 10 or 11. And it was like that for all four days, you know, just not leaving in the studio. And the thing with that is like, it's not just, it's just me and him, you know, whenever we're creating, but... He's been doing this for so long, and then there's other guys down there who've been doing this a lot longer than me, and they they hear it, and and what I love about these dudes is is they're not shy to speak up. They're like, you know what, that sounds like this. You should try that or da 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 da. And you know, it's just a learning experience, bro. And and I find myself in a place of humility a lot, especially when I go down there, you know, because I can come here and go to the engineer, the guy I was using here. And, who was you going through here? Uh, my boy with uh, nothing else productions. Okay. You know, and but that's all. Is that he the does. little? Uh, yeah. Is that the little white dude? Yeah. Little short. I, yeah. He comes yeah. to the battles and yeah. shit. Shout yeah. Out yeah, to yeah, bro. yeah. 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 Shout yeah. out to bro. And you know he. I didn't know he records. Oh yeah, bro. He he. Uh, I don't know if I should say this or not. He just he just dropped a song or Murs. With Murs? No, let me rephrase that. Murs just dropped a song on YouTube. Okay. Right, you know who Murs is? Yeah, he's, you know what I'm saying, a legend yeah. first and foremost, yeah, yeah, but also yeah, yeah, yeah. he does a little thing so out here for brother, a, a mentorship. Uh, yeah, my brother, uh, with Nothing Else Productions, he, the, the song that Murs just dropped, my boy's the one who mixed and mastered it. Mm. Yeah. So, like, he is crazy. There's a dude named Killjoy uh, who, who's, who's bigger, and 
he does all his stuff. You know, my boy's even he's mixed down a verse for Gucci. That's right? crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy. So like, Dick, he's super good, but he's also one of those guys. When I go in there and record, I'll go in there and I'll do my thing. And then he's kind of looking at me like, are you happy with that? You know, and because, I mean, it's my project. And, you know, I mean, of course, there's a level of respect. He don't want to try to, you know. But with the other dudes that I go through, they're like, no, you should try this. Right. Because they have an ear for it. Like, and they. I like that a lot. I think, uh, you know what I'm saying? I got to speak off of, you know what I'm saying? I got to relate with you. You know what I'm saying? When I I talk, I want you to understand, like, you know what I'm saying? It's the only way I can relate is from speaking through self. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all I know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's something that I definitely think can be incredibly beneficial just in, in my, uh, you know what I'm saying, when I'm making my music. Nine times out of mm-hmm. ten, it's like you said, producers, like, you good? You like this? You cool? Like, there's no advice. There's yeah. no criti- criticism or nothing like a criticism. Yeah. Criticism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nothing like that, man. So I think that that's solid. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the feedback that I get, you know, and, and I've just gotten comfortable in that environment to where it's like, I feel like I do every time I go down there with with the song or an idea in my head and I go to put it out it never comes out the way that I've always imagined it because they're pushing me to go to the next one mm. right like I just I have this song uh, it's called Roses on the Nightstand and we're gonna mm. be shooting the video for it pretty soon and putting it out but that whole song put me in a whole different perspective because going back to the whole country hip-hop thing this is more of a country feel, right? And, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of it in there. And it was just like, I never set up to be a country rapper, you know? <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I hear the melody and I, I take these words that I have and I find a way and they just work that way. Right. You know, it worked that way. And it, it fucking helps that I'm from Oklahoma. You think that's... <laughs> do you... Uh, go ahead. Oh, that was the thing I was talking about earlier is with those artists, they connect with people on the spiritual level, mm-hmm. you know? Not everybody believes in souls, but I feel like us being energy, we can relate to other people and different things. And just you having that humility with these other people, which is amazing. But I feel like having that country feel is a way, the way your soul speaks. Yeah. You know? And I feel like when you give that to people, then it's like, oh, shit, now I'm feeling mm. deeper. And that's what makes you a lifelong fan. That's what gets you, you know, that and, longevity. And the thing Thanks. is, like, I mean, I listen to country music. Right, and I wasn't like old school fucking country music, but there's some songs out there. Whenever I was in, so whenever I was in prison, I had a celly, and he had cable. So every fucking morning, it was like we hear the CMT top forty songs of the fucking whatever, and it was every day. Yeah. You know, and some of them weren't bad, and you know, I, I found myself when I got out, I'd listen to them a little more, and I listen. There's some people out there, some country artists that I listen to. Right, so I'm. I'm not like a massive, massive country fan, but I, I respect it and, and I right. love the way that they make their music. And then when it started, when my music started coming out like that, a lot of it was pride that I had to let go of because it was like, man, I'm from the north side. I sell dope and that, 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 that. But I'm no longer that person. I'm, ha- I'm evolving as a human being. Right. Right. I'm no longer stuck in this arrogant way that I have to be this person. And when I let that pride go and I was like, okay. You know, God, teach me something, you know, and then I start meeting these people that step into my life that make a li- like, let me, Seth Anthony and Hard Target, right, Hard Target's my homeboy that I work with, mm-hmm. that's my motherfucking dog, they put out a video two months ago and it's sitting at 2.5 million views right now, Crazy. two months yeah. ago, right, so it's not like what they're doing isn't working, mm-hmm. they, like, these dudes make a comfortable living, 
living in Florida off of music alone. Right. Right. And these are the people that I just met through a friend who seen me at a local show here in Tulsa and mm -hmm. was like, yo, you got to open up for these guys over here. And just so happened to put me on the bus, right? Just so happened. And I ended up going out to Arkansas and opening the show for these dudes. And they ended up not only respecting me as a person, uh, but they fucking loved my music. And they were like, hey, you ought to come down here. They opened an invitation for me to go down there and work with them. That's and our relationship just grew from that. Now I text them like on a weekly basis. You know, we bullshit back and forth, talk about some shows. On, like these are dudes who other people... You know, would like to meet that I get to, I get the the privilege of knowing on a daily basis, right? right? So and it's like when they invest information into me, you know, and they're literally just trying to help me because the first thing my boy Target told me, he looked at me and he said, Frank, he says, if you never make it, I'll be just fine, you know. And I was just like, kind of fucked up, you know, at first. <laughs> but he was like, I'm not here to make money off of you. I'm not here to, to have you make me a whole bunch of change. Mm. It's like, I'm fine. You know, I have this song and this song that changed my life. Mm. I'm good, you know? And he was like, I just want to help you, you know? Right. And then from that point, it just grew. And, you know, they know that I'm a sober dude. They respect my sobriety. You know, they respect me as a person. So on that tip, uh, you told the story last time you were here in regards to when you first linked with them, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. they were on a party shit to a degree, that whole story, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Jules didn't get to hear the story. I know the audience already heard it. Yeah. I'm going to make them hear it again because I want Jules to hear it because I, I just think it was, it's, it's dope, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't mind sharing. Yeah, no, not at all. So, going back to what I was just saying with the show that I did here, I did a show here mm -hmm. and a friend of mine, it was a friend of mine who was no longer a friend of mine, uh, it was his album release party. And I just did the show, and he had someone there who knew somebody, and he was like, yo, we got to put you on this show, this other show. And I was like, okay, you know what? This is my number, you know, whenever. Right. And I didn't hear from this dude for like five or six months. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I it was so long I forgot all about it. <laughs> and uh, I get a phone call, and he was like, hey, man, remember, I don't know if you remember me, and da 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 and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, I was like, I remember, he was like, well, we got a show in Arkansas, and he was like, do you want to play it? Mm -hmm. I was like, he was like, you know, open up for my boy, it was uh, Big Buzz, Hard Target, Breadwin DeVille, and Cryptic Wisdom, I don't know if Cryptic Wisdom is out of Arizona, uh, he was like, you know, they're going to be playing the show in Arkansas, you know, will you open for him? And I'm like, yeah, you know, when? And he was like, tonight. I was like, what the f Yeah, I was like, yeah, dude. And all I had was a 15-minute uh, uh, set on my phone. Mm. And he was like, okay, you got to meet him here at this thing. We went and picked him up from the airport. And I was six months sober whenever this happened, you know. And then we all, we go up to Arkansas, and, you know, they're all fucking partying and shit. And they don't know that I'm sober because it's not one of those things that I'm just like, oh, I'm sober, dude, you know. I'm just like, just just my integrity i'm staying sober and so we, we we did the show friday night in mountain home arkansas we had a show saturday night it was a two it was a weekend thing so we stayed in the hotel well that saturday morning i knew i wasn't going to make a saturday night right so i i googled aa meetings in the mm -hmm. area that i was at and i found an aa meeting and there was a lady who was shuttling us back and forth. Just so happened that her husband was a, a recovering heroin addict, so she was involved in that recovery group there in, in Arkansas. Right. And when I told her, I was like, "I'm trying to go to this meeting." She took me to the meeting. 
the same time I'm at this meeting, they're all over there getting ready for breakfast and shit. Everybody's looking for me. Damn. Nobody knows where the fuck I'm at. You know, I don't know if I went home with some chick or fucking whatever. Uh, when I met up with them later and they were like, you know, we went to breakfast, we were looking for you. And I was like, yeah, I, I went to a meeting. And that's mm-hmm. kind of when the conversation happened. Like, you went to a meeting? I was like, yeah, AA meeting. They were like, what the fuck, you know? And I was like, look, you know, I'm alcoholic in recovery. I'm six months sober. They respected that. We did the show Saturday night. And then, uh, you know, of course, they all did their thing again. And, uh, you know, we just, but it was cool. I was kicking it with them. We was having a good time. All four of them can fucking put on a show. Uh, So it was cool that I got to know these guys. And then we get back here Saturday. And I took them to this taco truck. And that was kind of where the... That's where Target and Breadwin was like, you know, man, we meet good rappers, we meet good artists all the time, but we don't really meet good people. Right. Mm. You know, and the fact that you stay true to you and you stay true to your integrity and you stay true to going so being sober and being around a bunch of strangers, you know, who honestly are living a life that I want. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they're traveling. None of them are from Arkansas. Big Buzz is they're like Chicago or something. Uh, that's probably wrong. But then, you know, the boys are from Florida, dudes from Arizona. I'm from Oklahoma. You know, like they're all living this life that I wanted. But at the same time, what they were doing, I, I was like, you know what? I know if I do that, I will never obtain right. what I want. Wanted. You know, because when I drink, I do drugs. <laughs> when I do drugs, I do drug drugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't just smoke a little weed here. No, we doing we getting the cocaine, we getting the hookers, we getting the dope. And so we gonna be missing for a little bit. For real. <laughs> that's what I'm really liking about you, man. Especially this what 37 minutes as I've known you, is just how vulnerable you are. Just because you you're at one with yourself. Yeah. You know, um, Kevin Gates, who I look up to, he you know he always says being vulnerable is like one of the manliest things you can do. Thanks. Yeah. You know, and and having that. That integrity, like you said, not a lot of people have that. Yeah. You know, like, shit, if I go somewhere and I'm not supposed to eat junk food and there's some wings, I'm about to eat some wings. Said, and I just couldn't food. imagine how deeper it is on your level, especially, yeah. you know, all the shit that you went through. So, you uh, know, I really man, appreciate you for that. The, the thing also was, like, so I did that show, and that's where I met my homies. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do another show after that for, like, a year, right? Because like, I went out there, it was great. You know, we, we, we did the show, everything was dope as fuck, but I knew that if I put myself in that environment again, uh, that I probably wasn't going to do too well. Right. You know, because the whole, don't get me wrong, the whole time that they're doing their thing, in my mind, it's like, man, I'm in the middle of nowhere, nobody knows me. Right. You know, I, I don't have no one to go home to at the time I was living with a roommate, and it was like, I don't have anybody that's going to trip on me if I get drunk tonight, right? But it's like, who's going to know? Well... I'm gonna know. Right. Right. So, did all that out there, and then, like, I come back, uh, and it was like, you know what, I should probably wait to get, and that was probably the most responsible thing I've ever done in my life, was like, you know what, I'm gonna wait to have a little bit more sobriety before I put myself in a position like that. That's so smart, bro. The dudes, yeah, the the homies, they, they respected it so much, they were like, hey, come out here. So, I flew down to Florida the first time I was there, I was for like, I was there for a week. And just out of respect for my sobriety, they didn't drink, they didn't smoke. We just stayed busy the whole time. We just recorded, went to places. Yeah, I love that. You know, and that's how you know the type of people, the yeah. type of people you're around. Oh, Some yeah. people are like, all right, you know, I, I I'm still gonna smoke or I'm still yeah. gonna drink. 
you know, having them solid people. Yeah, you know, you you know don't, get me, don't get me wrong. I go down there now. They're like fucking UDD. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, those are the homies now. They're like, right. oh, it's just fucking, you know, just friends. But I've been down there. I went to Baxley, Georgia with them. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've, I've been around them. We did the show in February where we was up there because then I come back and we did the show here at the Blackbird. Yeah. Uh, I was up there for that. I'm going back again in January. Um, you know, so it's like, but every time I'm around them now, you know, it's, it's for family. Right. It's different. You know? That's beautiful, man. I'm glad you, because uh, even in, you know what I'm saying, real life, you know what I mean? But taking it to the music game, like, you don't find a lot of times, you know what I'm saying? Like, those motherfuckers that are, like, just solid to the core for you, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And truly and genuinely care about you. A lot of times, you know what I'm saying? It's just, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? What can you do for me? And it seems like you've got a good group of uh, brothers, if you will, you know what I'm saying? In this shit that are going to help and, you know what I'm saying? Help you get where you need to go. And also, most importantly, want to see you go where you yeah. need to go. You know what I mean? You know, I think that's and the crazy thing is, man, with just being around them as much as I've been around them and the way that they just pour. And it's not just me, right? Like, there's, there's, there's a whole group of them. And they just pour into each other. Mm. Man, right now, my homeboy, Simple Man, who's on the label, uh, he just did a track. It's called, uh, uh, what is it called? Throwdown and, oh, fuck. Twerking at the hoedown, something like that. (laughs) Country ass shit. It's funny. But do you want to know who he's on the track with? Who that is? Big Murph, Mm. Kylie Park, and the Yin Yang Twins. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. and they shooting a video for it this week. It's been all over, and, and he just he made a thing about it, you know. And he was just talking about, you know, keeping your head down. These are the kind of dudes there. He was like, you know what? He was like, when you don't, cause like Simple Man's been in that game where he did the label thing, you know, and he kind of got fucked over and shit like that, and and he just took a big hit in his mute in his career, but now he's getting to a point where he's getting these tracks and he's getting his name out there and he's getting on the tracks and shooting videos with Ying Yang Twins and shit, right? But he, he, he was just like, you know what? He was like, whenever you don't cave and you don't run with these corrupt, you know, backstabbing, just ill-minded people in the music industry, and you just keep your head down and you just work your nine to five and you, you just keep going the way God wants you to. He was like, he's in the end, you know, you, you'll be blessed. Mm. And it's like, those are just the kind of people that I'm around that understand that I got a fucking roof to make a living. You know what I'm saying? Right. Music is a passion. You know, and, and one day we all hope this is going to go somewhere. But at the same time, I still got to rock this fucking blue collar. Right. And nobody on the label, nobody that that's, that that I was considered making, they, nobody takes advantage of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that all, the music is is our dream, but life is our priority. Because mm-hmm. you know, everybody got children. Right. You know, so it's like to get around those people that's like, yo, we're all going this way, but we're not going to leave you, you know. Motherfucker, you better put some fucking pep in your step too, right? Because everybody got to bring something. Yeah. yeah, everybody got to bring something to the table. But as long as you bring in your best, you know what I'm saying? They they can't expect nothing else out of you. Right, right. You know that's why I respect what you do, man. Between the Facts. fucking podcast, between the rap battle leads, between the other podcasts, and then the comedy, and then you know fucking making sure everybody has a place at your table. I appreciate you know, it. You know, I respect that. We just got to tell Gavin to not bring that shirt, boy. We got <laughs> we ain't getting out the podcast. Let's see about Spotify this shit. Yeah, we got to talk about it. It brought me back shit. to 2009. So, first off, I got to take some blame for the shirt. Man. I can't yeah. let my boy take all the heat, man. So, my boy got to show me to buy the motherfucker. He said, that's really going to pop. 
You know what? Since and they I can't wore, see it, since they can't, since they can't see it, today. since they can't see it, I'm gonna read it. Go ahead. It says I'm gonna read it from top to bottom. I My got Chemical you. Romance. <laughs> I still think the it's cool. saddest boys in the world. All boys, boy zone, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> then it got a picture. You know what and I'm it's saying? white, purple, and pink. It got pictures of uh, I guess these are the artists. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I like the shirt, man. That's not man. crazy. I've had crazier shirts than this, man. This yeah. shit. I bet you have. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, bro. If anybody else would be. No, I love it. Bro. I wouldn't have said nothing, but you know what I'm saying? I'm just waiting. I've been waiting for someone to say something. No one said anything, and I'm like. Thank you, Frank. Frank, wasn't it you that inspired the Gavin the God name? Didn't you call him Gavin the villain? I was calling him the villain. Gavin, he said I never met anyone uh, named Gavin that's a villain. No, I said there's no, you've never seen a villain in a movie that's name was Gavin. Obviously, my memory's fucked up, but I was like, that's fucking dope, Gavin the villain. And I don't know how we got to Gavin the God. I changed it up. Yeah. I'm an asshole. I like so Gavin the villain like, a lot better. You know? it's, it's too bad, man. You got a name. Your name is good. No, I'm just, we can change it to Gavin the villain. I don't care. I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Gavin the God is. Uh, I got a question for you, man. Who's going to steal the show tonight? Uh, battle rap wise, man, probably, uh, so we got, I'm ready to see what I know it's hard like. to ask you to pick favorites here, but I what's the battle, what's the, what's the battle you looking forward to right now? Man, I definitely want to see, uh, Drake Gaines versus YBM Steel, that's the main event, that's why it's there, you Yeah, know what who do you think is going to take it? Man, I can't. I can't necessarily. Oh! Two, two one either way. How about that? Yeah, two, two one, one either, either way. way. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a gentleman's thirty, leaning more towards with all due respect. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, the Loogie man, but you know what I'm saying? He he ain't been out here yet. So you know, if I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? If I if I gotta, you know, what I mean? be biased in one direction, it's definitely with the home team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. Not taking anything, uh, all jokes aside, not taking anything away from the Lugie. Uh, YBM Steel, aka the Lugie, is his new battle name. Uh, Bro Nasty. So I think it's going to be. You, you, you in the building, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool, bring cool. in the camera. Make sure Frank going to be in the building. You know what I'm saying? Gavin, the. Whatever the boys on wearing ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, nah. man, you know what? I love coming and do those photos because. You know what? Honestly, it's the only time I actually get to bust out the camera and, and actually do the steals and, and put those pictures in, man, and actually get to work on that. I want to start taking pictures so bad. I'm, yep. You know what I'm saying? Russell's about to lend me a cam to uh, film our show, potentially. You know what I'm saying? Possibly. We don't know what's going on. But he's going to let me use his cam. Yep. I'm like... Russell, you thought I was only going to film some shit, motherfucker? I'm yeah. about to take some pictures. I don't know. I'm going to start trying to do photography and shit like that. I think it'd be dope. I, I took a photography class. Did you? Bro, you, don't know what it, you don't know what the, I'm learning what photography is? You just take pictures. That's all I'm trying to do. Picture after picture. Like, dude, take your first thousand pictures. You know what I'm saying? They ain't. And it's crazy because at, the, at the, the rap battle leagues, I take hundreds of pictures. Yeah. I take hundreds of pictures. But I only find a, a select few that when it comes down to actually putting it into the program and, you know, messing with the lighting in it and adding some exposure to it mm. and things like that. Like, I mean, you seen those ones I did last time. It was you know, tough. A lot of them were over the shoulder, you know. Yeah. And, like, uh, Yazoom when he had the thing like yeah. that, bro. I was like, ooh, he that motherfucking going. And then, oh, boy, uh, 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 it wasn't, was it Lovelace? No. Yeah. Was it? He, he, he like he, he like yeah, yeah he like that like like he I was just like man and you know what those were the ones I was when I when I took them I was like oh, I don't know if that's gonna go I don't know if that's gonna go 
because, but you know, I, I've, I've learned to develop an eye for, you know, even though it's a wider picture, I can zoom in on this part right here, mm -hmm. and I can add that right there, and make it look, you know, what I'm saying, make it look, look, look like something. That's tough. That's tough. Uh, no, nah, man, I appreciate you even uh, taking pictures at the battles. You know what I mean? I have a mindset of you know, the bigger we treat this, the bigger they think it is. So if they see cameraman shooting pictures, three cameramen filming this mm -hmm. battle, all these people over here filming this little piece and this little piece, and all the likes, they're like, oh, my God, like this is a big deal. And yeah. it, you know, it, it, it messes with they, you know what I'm saying, head to a degree to you get better way better content because you know what it, they yeah. want to show up. Yeah, exactly. it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter how big or big it is. I mean, when you put it out there like that, you guys are always putting down. You're promoting and you're promoting. So that way, when people come I'll to see a show, best, they get a show. I know? I definitely try very hard to to you know what I'm saying, make a production out of it, to treat it as professionally as possible and uh, create an experience, you know what I'm saying, yeah. every single time. I'm uh, I'm proud of it, man. We on the up, we gonna keep building, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know the phrase, it's yeah. healthy, we in the building, you know what I mean? We doing that, always, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So we gonna keep at it. Uh, gentlemen, we reaching our 48 minute mark, you know what I'm saying? Y'all wanna go ahead and plug some things coming up, uh, you know what I'm saying, drop your socials, what y'all wanna do? Huh? Billy, you want to talk about that? The what? Nah, yeah. nah. I'm just, you just look at my stuff. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Frank Thompson, YouTube, social definitely, media. Definitely. Uh, holla at my man. Check him out. You got any albums or anything coming up? You know what's crazy? I haven't told nobody this. So like a producer that I'm working with and homeboys out of Russia, right? Okay. So a Fire. lot of that shit right now is like uh, getting, con getting our content back and forth from, to each other. It's a little, it's a little tough right now, right? With yeah. Everything going on over there, um, but I was talk about doing a seven track project with this dude, cause his beats are fucking nasty. You they know? tough. And as rough as they got it going right now, like me and him, we had a conversation where, uh, the the roses on the nightstand, the song that I'm about to be shooting this video for, he did that beat for me. Mm. The motherfucker was so I got three of his beats right now, and uh, you know I was like. He can't get him out in any way, right? So we, we've developed a system to where I can kind of get funds to him and we can get these tracks back and forth. But, you know, he respects my work. He's looked at my stuff. I love his shit, you know? And I was like, yo, let's throw together a project right now. Mm -hmm. I know you kind of in the dark where you at. You know, let me help put your stuff out there, you know? So that's why these next few tracks all have his tag in it just because, you know, he... His stuff is really kind of hard to get right now, but you know we praying, That's love, bro. we praying this stuff don't you know was one of the things whenever we talked he was like I don't know how you feel about this whole Russia and you know Ukraine thing and he was like some of us and this is what really changed my perspective because when you only get it from the news is one thing mm -hmm. you know Russia that 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 but here's a dude who just likes to make beats mm -hmm. you know and he's in Russia and he was like right now he was like. There's a lot of bad eyes on us, and he was like, I can't even leave my country right now. Like, they ain't letting nobody leave. We're all kind of stuck here, you mm -hmm. know, and he was like, I don't agree with what's going on. He was like, but I believe music should transcend all this political bullshit, you know, and he was just, he was just trying to make a little bit of scratch, and he was like, man, I I'll sell it for half of that, 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 and I was like, nah, bro, you're going through some shit, man. I'll pay more, right? because, you know? yeah, like, love. I'm in a position right now where I have it. You know, and, and, and if I have in that right there, that first little, that first interaction we have both kind of kicked off this thing to where, like, we just, we kind of go back and forth now uh, on some.
some of these songs and shit. You, you know, want to shout him out on the show? Yeah, his name is, he goes by Del Jero. Del Jero. Stars. Del Jero Instrumentals. Motherfuckers dope. For Motherfuckers so, for dope. so. Yeah. I got a couple homies that are plugged up with beat makers out there in Russia, man. They be making some some nasty shit. I'm going to have to holler at some Russian Yeah, people, and that's, that's why I like how you say, uh, uh, you just want to make beats. I feel like there's three things that's universal. Love, food, and music. Exactly. Everybody can relate to all three. Facts. So I love how you say that. You know, you just want to make beats. Yeah. Yeah, that's devil, man. Most deaf, most deaf. Uh, Jules, man, plug your shit up, play. Yeah, man, so... Socks on or off podcast, hit that up. Hopefully get some uh, Martin and Gina podcast soon. Mm. Um, shit, may your pain be champagne. Let's go. Yeah. Talk. Uh, y'all know what the fuck it is, man. King Castro X in the building. Gavin the God, healthy as can be. I love you, man. I love your shirt. You looking gorgeous. Just keep it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you doing good. You got something you want to plug? Yeah, don't fucking look me up. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight is the night that we've all been waiting for. This episode, I'm going to drop it, I think, right now. So, tonight's the night, you know what I'm saying? Uh, with all due respect, Rap Battle League, August 27th is upon us. We are here, you know what I'm saying? We got Dre Gaines versus Dalugi. We got uh, Ghost versus... Man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit. I lied. It's not Dre Gaines versus the Loogie. It's AKA D from DNA versus the Loogie. You know what I'm saying? I done plugged up that whole thing wrong. You know what I'm saying? So that's horrible. We got a lot of good battlers coming up, man. You know what I'm saying? Tonight is the night. We got a food truck. You know what I'm saying? You got Sawyer going in? Huh? You got Sawyer going in? Yeah, Sawyer yeah. versus. This is a big moment for Aaron Sawyer. My oh, yeah. man, Jules, with coming in clutch. <laughs> so Aaron Sawyer going against Bel Air Beasy. Bel Air Beasy stood in front of New Jersey Twerk. So this is Aaron mm. Sawyer's big play. Yeah, Jules, no, Jules, no. Mm. So you know what I'm saying? New Jersey Twerk. If y'all ain't familiar with battle rap, is one of the URLs top dudes or Nasty. was as of recent. Yeah, I'm strapped in. Like mm. that's my guy. Like I fuck with him. So yeah, Aaron Sawyer standing in front of that dude. I don't know how that's gonna go. But we gonna see. I believe in Sawyer. You know what I'm saying. So we gonna we gonna see how that goes. Uh, we got KD KD of Squad versus the Goat. Uh, Dose the Goat. Swavy. I'm out here sounding like Smack, fucking up people's names <laughs> and shit. Swavy versus Kaizen. Ghost versus Dre Gaines. One Brown. The Loogie versus AKA from DNA main event. Aaron Sawyer versus Beezy. Bel Air Beezy. We got AWAX versus Kid Not One Eight. AWAX a school of thought veteran. You know what I'm saying. Yazoom versus. Legitimate. This Legitimate's first match. I see a lot of potential in the young man. I'm really excited to bring him out to the platform and see how he does. Uh, pressure. Volume 2. We in the motherfucking building. HAC Athletics. 2605 South Memorial Drive, Tulsa, Oklahoma. $10 at the door. Uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, doors open at 7. All of that. All of that. Uh, my wife got a comedy show coming up. I don't quite remember when that is. Stay tuned. We will keep you posted. Uh, let us know if you enjoyed this show. Check out the podcast on all streaming platforms. Uh, check out SoulTap Podcast on all streaming platforms. Oki Podcast on all streaming pa- platforms. Talk Signals Podcast on all streaming pa- platforms. Uh, Socks on or off podcast on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with all due respect, Rap Battle League on YouTube. You know what I mean? Uh, yo, yo, man. Also, 
been busting my ass a little bit on this video gaming, this streaming. Check out WADR underscore TV, man. I need five active motherfucking commenters and, you know what I'm saying, a couple more streams. So come come pop in, man, and, and I'm going to hopefully become affiliate and an affiliate and affiliate. Having issues today right. with Twitch. Thank you, thank you, bro. Hey, right. thank you. You know what I'm saying? Makes me feel good. <laughs> I'm um, most of my podcast. Yeah. So I'm just... yeah. So check me out, man. I'm trying to get get some motherfucking money from Twitch, man. Give me a reason <laughs> to game, bro. <laughs> Y'all really ain't even gotta pay for me. You know what I'm saying? Just buy me games to play. Be that new God of War. I, you saw my message, right? You said I could buy it for you. I'm like, bro. If you buy it for me, bro, I play it for you all day. <laughs> All day, bro. I got some elementary school logic. It worked. That's what they do. Like, yo, buy me the game. I'm gonna play whatever you want me to play. Make sure it's good for you. (laughs) I think it's only on PS4 anyway, though. Is it a PlayStation exclusive? It's not for PC yet. They've released the most recent God of War on PC. Uh, so that means we might have to wait for them. Oh, that's so by the time okay. we play it, it's gonna be a bunch of streamers old. are streaming. Yeah, old, they ain't gonna care no more. I'm playing Batman right now, Arkham Knight. You getting your ass beat? Nah, bro, I be beating the shit out of people. I, I guess I'm on Arkham Asylum right now. Yeah, fire, fire that whole series. I, I like Arkham Knight. Have I you played like, it? Yeah, I got the trilogy. Okay, okay. It's what like, are you playing on? Uh, the one S. See, I'm gonna give me a little console, but I'm I, I got my PC. I need a console for the bedroom, so when wifey trying to cuddle, I can still play my games. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I need a console for the living room. Yeah, I got the Netflix, but sometimes, bro, like I'm like, man, I just got this urge. I'm trying to play the game. You yeah, know she don't watch TikTok. She play your game. Whatever. She don't watch TikTok. Quality Joe's real like that's just lame. She does not fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Bro, have you guys seen that uh, the Joe Rogan where he read the TikTok fucking? Uh, yeah, the, that shit's crazy. The terms and conditions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I ain't read it. <laughs> that shit out of me. Crazy. They're gonna make clones of people. Yeah. Like just yeah. years down the line, you're just gonna see a whole bunch of just Y'all see that Twitter post of uh I know we end in the podcast, we got a couple minutes. Uh y'all see that Twitter post of uh Elon Musk talking about he wants he's trying to gain access from CERN for their demon demonic technology. You can look this shit up right now. It's a real post Elon Musk made. I'm like, what the fuck does, that, the fuck even does mean? that mean? Ladies and gentlemen, what the fuck is <laughs> demonic technology? <laughs> this has been the With All Due Respect podcast. I'm King Castro X and for those of you that don't like it, with all due respect, fuck oh, you. you. And we out. Book!